me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. When it comes to mornings, Wendy's is always the right choice. And now that our honey butter chicken biscuit is $1.99, it's easy to steer clear of bad breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. A la carte only, not valid in a combo. Welcome to another edition of Two Up Front. I'm Baxter Colburn, joined by Simon Provan. How are you today, sir? I'm doing awesome. Tired, but awesome. Yes. How about you? I am doing just fine. The end of the school week is finally rolled around, and I can finally breathe a little bit, and uh, it's nice. It's nice yeah. to be back on the air. We've been on the air twice this week. It's almost like Christmas in April. I love it. It is. You know, not being on the show last week, or not being on air last week, now we got two this week, and man, this is this is an awesome week for us. All these great announcements is, we have yes. going on. We've got a few more to get to throughout the show, but we won't give you all of them right away, so we'll make you wait for them. Uh, but we are very much appreciative of the listenership and to Allison Phillips as well, who came in on Tuesday um, announcing the partnership between Wisconsin Sports Group oh, and look at that. There's oh, the show. Oh, look at that. Shameless group. plug. Perfect. I wore mine <laughs> yesterday. It's very soft. I love those shirts. They're nice. Yeah. They are. Uh, but we're very excited to have them as the official sponsor of Two Up Front now, Simon. So a big, big uh, marquee thing for the show yeah. as we continue to grow. Uh, but as we continue to grow, Simon, people can also find us and interact with us they on can. social media. Where is that, sir? Facebook is Two Up Front. And that's going to have a little bit of a change today. There but will we'll, be, we'll yes. talk about that later. And also on Twitter at Two Upfront Soccer. Yes, indeed. And you can listen to our show uh, traditionally on Thursdays uh, at about 2.15, 2.20. Yeah, when we finally get down here. When we finally get everything rolling on <laughs> Spreaker.com. So don't forget to tune into that. Uh, we are waiting to hear back from iTunes as well. We submitted our show to iTunes. So uh, hopefully we'll be on their network as well shortly. But And, uh, and watching us on the and Cube. And watching us on the Cube. So yeah. way more interactive way. You might be wondering why the you're not as close and as personable to us this week as you were on Tuesday. But uh, new camera, new setup. Yeah. It's, yeah. a, it's a week of firsts for us, Simon, and we're yeah. very excited about that. Speaking of firsts, yes. it's actually an eighth, but I do want to have a special announcement. Yes, please. I want to say happy birthday to my daughter, Bethany, who oh. turns eight today. Happy so birthday, Bethany. This is the first time that she's eight years old. I'd, See how I read that in there? I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> I would hope so. I'm not exactly sure how you guys count birthdays in your yeah, house. Well, but... that's it, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, it's, happy it's birthday, a really Bethany. bad dad joke is what that was. <laughs> I can see her being like, Dad, right. like, stop. Yep, You're exactly. embarrassing me in front of my friends. Are you doing anything fun for her birthday? We are. Bethany was born in Austin, Texas. Oh, wow. So the rest of us were actually born in Wisconsin, but I was going to grad school sure. down there. So give you a little little quick story. My last year of grad school entailed... Packing up, getting ready to move back to Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, preparing my thesis, which was a solo performance show. For those who don't know, I'm a theater guy. I had no uh, idea. See, on top of that, we were preparing for showcase auditions out in New York and L.A. Okay. And uh, the biggest thing is my wife was giving birth to Bethany. Oh. So we had all that in a month. Wow. Is she your oldest? or She's the youngest. She's the youngest, youngest of the two. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's so right. she was born 
in Austin, Texas. So she wants to go to the Texas Roadhouse for supper tonight. Uh, so that's what we're doing. That makes sense. Yes. It's very traditional. She'll go she, back to her roots. Yes, she's got her uh, <laughs> Texas State flag cowgirl boots on. She's got her <laughs> UT University of Texas cheerleading outfit. Oh on, my goodness! Or dress, I should say. So hook 'em horns, by the way. Sounds good. Wow, that sounds adorable. Yeah. I love that. Well, happy birthday to you, Bethany. We're very excited for you, and hope to have uh, one of your daughters, if not both, on the show at yeah. one point in time. That would be, be very fantastic. exciting. It would. They're always welcome. Two uh, up front. The kids' up perspective up. on exactly. the beautiful game. I would love that. I'd be curious, especially with how fast the game is growing nowadays. It'd be interesting to see a child's perspective yeah. of where mm-hmm. it is. I mean, you and I have different perspectives, obviously, just from our very close age range, of course. No, right. yes, yes. I appreciate that. Yeah, so you. if you're about 25, 26. Around right? there, yeah. yeah. Add a few years. It's the facial hair that you know makes you look <laughs> yeah, older, right. of course. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sometimes when it comes to experience, you don't necessarily have to be a frequent goer, as we saw last night with the Montreal Impact, uh, as they went into Azteca down in Mexico City and had a surprising result. 1-1. One, one. I predicted 4 nothing. I'm happy to be wrong. You predicted that they'd at least score a goal. Yeah, you I said 3-1. Three, three, one. One. Yep. Uh, that was it was a surprise, and I'll tell you what they did use that counterattack as much as they could. They but really they didn't. Did. They didn't need to do it as as much as they needed to. You know, they people like to say, "Well, they park the bus." You're playing at Azteca. You have to. You <laughs> score a goal. You better park that bus for yeah, a while. You call some friends, and they bring their buses and park them as well. That, like, you yeah, shut absolutely. It down. And if Club America has trouble getting that bus to unpark itself, <laughs> hey, kudos to Montreal. Yeah, exactly. It's really exciting that Montreal was able to... We apparently have some construction going on here. I'm sure it's nothing. Good Lord. Holy cow. So now we need a soundproof studio. That's anyway, right. well, hopefully it doesn't affect the broadcast too much. <laughs> I was going to let it go, and then it just kept going. I'm like, uh... Maybe the, as long as the roof doesn't fall on Hey, us. just like Montreal Impact had some obstacles to overcome, exactly. we will we, overcome we these shall, obstacles. We shall prevail. But anyway, a 1-1 scoreline. Uh, igno- <laughs> Gosh... Ignacio Piatti scoring in the 16th minute and a beautiful like build-up as well. It was absolutely great. We see a, a, a switch of the field near near midfield. Um, Oduro is in the middle of the ball or in the middle of the field. Was yep. it Oduro who crossed it over? It though? was. Actually, yes. I'm sorry. Then he was on the right side of the field. He crosses it over. Yep. Dilly Duca with a just a wonderful fret presence of just letting that ball go through. And then Piatti. He only had one place that he could put that ball, otherwise the goalkeeper would have it. That was yep. the far post on the left. And he slid it in there. He did. It was a beautiful shot. And we questioned whether or not there might have should have been a card to go along with the goal because as he took the shot, he was completely destroyed from behind he by the was. defender. So you can argue that in any way you really want to. The ref was very CONCACAF-like last night, and you yeah, had several the, comments the, the, about that. The term that we like to use in the inner circles is they got CONCACAFed a yes. few times. Well, come on. Oduro's going down with the ball. He gets past the last defender, then he gets taken out from behind, tug on the jersey. Yeah. That's a red card. Usually, I, I would assume so. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the ref's explanation to that, what he told Piatti. He said, well, Odiro didn't really have a clean possession of the ball. That's what he said. Okay. Well, uh, At yeah. that point, it doesn't matter. No, he doesn't exactly. have possession of the ball anymore because he got pulled down with his exactly. jersey. You can't expect to try to be able to have a scoring, be in a scoring position if someone's yanking the back of your shirt down as you're trying to run past them. It's... As a as a former forward, I would I hated that when people are grabbing your jerseys, you're trying to run by, and the ref would sometimes call it, sometimes not, be like, oh, was, you wouldn't really even buy the ball. Well, even still, jersey pulling in general in soccer is usually not looked on very fondly. And here's the thing, I mean that's that should be a red card. That player gets substituted out. The mm-hmm. guy who scores for Club America near the end of the game was his substitute. Ah, um, I, look, I, I'm I'm the last one who hates complaining about the refs, but. Let's be honest. In CONCACAF, if your 
an MLS team, nothing gets called in your favor. Now, Usually you, not. You could say that offside call on Club America was not really offside, but if you go look back at that player's shoulders, he was offside. That was that was well done by the linesman. Yes. Um, but then you have the issue. We're getting to halftime. Mm-hmm. Montreal gets a, a restart. It looks like there's going to be maybe three or four minutes mm-hmm. of stoppage time. They take that shot. It bounces off a Club America defensive wall. So now Montreal is going to go take that corner kick. The ref blows the whistle for half, and it's only been a minute and a half of stoppage time. I I cannot remember the last time, even since I was playing as a little kid, yeah. where a ref blew for the half when a corner kick is being taken place. I mean, that's you always let that last offensive play happen. No, I completely agree. And, and even just from playing in sports before. I think I've only had that happen to me once before where there has been, I don't think you should ever end a half when a corner kick or free kick is next in their order. Like if there's a foul that commits and it's like, or a ball goes over the end line, it's like, look, take the corner kick. If it's a goal kick, I understand that. Sure, Maybe don't, absolutely. Because it's not going to really affect the run of play. But if a corner kick a scoring opportunity, you've got to let that happen. And then as soon as the play is done, then, yeah, blow the, blow the whistle for that. And the last thing I – well, there's two more things I'll complain about. First <laughs> of all, there's a substitution made for Montreal. Yes. Montreal's players trying to get off the field. Okay. Club Amer- two Club America players are pushing him to go out on the, on the uh, side that he's on. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I understand that. But then that player gets – the Montreal Impact player – gets the yellow card, and he's being pushed and pushed and pushed. So the ref gives him the card, so then he says, fine, I'll just walk off. He's walking off. As he's walking off, two more Club America players come up and push him from behind to try to get him off the field. How are those not cards? Hometown referee, that's what it's called. <laughs> and, here's, and here's the last thing, Baxter, then I will get off my referee soapbox. <laughs> They're pretty high up yeah, there. I, I know. <laughs> the passion's coming. I up. know. I love it. Their goal, Club America's goal. Yes. Takes down a player's arm. Mm-hmm. Jumps up on the player's shoulder, for those of you watching on the cube. He uses the shoulder to get up, puts the header that's in the goal. I'm sorry. Illegal. If that's, that's illegal on so many... Re- I'm telling you, you flip the sides around, it would be a no goal. Club America would be burning things in the street if that happened. At a, if this was a Montreal home game and that's how Montreal scored to tie the game, they would be rioting. Like, how can you have such bad refereeing? <laughs> it goes both ways. It goes both ways. And I don't want to even begin to get into my complaints about... Uh, Soccer players of I don't want to make it. It's not a race thing, but when I've played traditionally against Hispanic soccer players and Hispanic referees, they tend to be on that little bit more lenient side because they, which is fine, which is yeah. fine, yes. But when it comes to if you do something to them and then they do the exact same thing back to you, you're going to get the card, not them, and that that bothers me a little bit just because of how. Um, my experiences with that in the past have been. I understand. I, I will say I think it's it's just the, the biggest problem we have with referees in CONCACAF and in the United States. No matter who you're playing against, who you're playing with, it's just inconsistent refereeing. I completely agree. But it, it, it makes our Champions League, I don't want to say illegitimate, but to the outside eyes, you know, you've got fans shining lasers in goalkeepers' what eyes. Kind of, what kind of crap is that, in all honesty? Like, I've seen that during the games before, and I'm like, why? First of all, how are you allowed in with a laser? Uh, it has to be a high-powered laser, too, because mm-hmm. you see the size of those beams. Yeah. They're massive. I've seen those industrial-sized lasers before, and they're not small by any means. How are you allowed to go into a game with that, first of all? And then second of all, to have the audacity to actually do that to a player, 
It's and then third of all, yes. that CONCACAF doesn't come down on that exactly. stuff. Exactly, and that's why they continue to get ridiculed, and that's why people look down on the CONCACAF and the Americas and all of those teams in this general region and say, oh, well, you guys are a bunch of fools. You don't know how to play the game. You don't have the right refs, the system, da-da-da-da-da. Yes, we could go a whole you know, series on just how yes. CONCACAF yeah. is so iffy. There's a reason we call ourselves too upfront, and yes. this is one of those reasons. We're exactly. going to be upfront with how we feel about this. Exactly, and I... I'm going to make a small little remark here about um, I love MLSsoccer.com. Beautiful website. But when you show team statistics in their respective colors, don't use yellow. Yellow. <laughs> I can't tell how many shots Club America had because it is bright yellow on a white background. Yeah, let, me, let me see you. Can you? Let like, me see the old man's eyes. 28. Uh, I just, 28. Nine shots on target. And there's no doubt about it that Club America was, yes. was the offensive team last night. But you know what? As much as we're complaining about the refereeing and everything, that gives even more credit to Montreal for what they did. They went down to Azteca, mm-hmm. got a result, a 1-1 draw. They did. They got the away goal. So now they go back to Montreal at a sold-out 59,000 seat. Yep. Olympic Stadium I'm in Montreal. I'm excited for that. Wednesday night. I feel bad because there's an MLS game scheduled for the, almost the exact same time. Is there really? There really is. The Chicago... Um, no. Who is it? Is it Chicago and... No, I'm sorry. It's uh, New York and Colorado, I think is who it is. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I was looking ahead to it. Uh, yeah, the Red Bulls and the Rapids play at 6.30 and Montreal Ooh. Club America kick off at 7.00. Boy, I wouldn't be surprised if the league actually moves that around. I hope they do, because I noticed that today when I was thinking about it, because I didn't know if we include those in our predictions or not, since it's a Wednesday ah, game. Ah, very good. Um, so I was looking at that, and I'm like, why would you do that? Like, I'm, I'm hoping that they even just push it either earlier in the day or like a day or so later or before. Either way, you know, at the same time, they change it. You got the home fans there, I get that, but it's not a nationally televised game, I would guess, because it's not a Friday or a Sunday game. It's on game. MLS Live. MLS Live, yeah. okay. So the, so the local broadcasters are there. Yeah, maybe that's what they're thinking is they don't have to change it because it's not going to interfere with people yeah. tuning into. Well, come on, Fox Sports, can we get this on Fox Sports One, what please? Is, I've never heard of Fox Sports Two. You and I were scram- we watched it on Univision yes. last night. Like yes. it was very entertaining with the goal. Like I enjoyed that, but even still, I'm like, what are they saying? What's going on? This is an American team. American team <laughs> playing. We should definitely be able to have American commentators. I we couldn't find Fox Sports too. Not on the apps or anything. No. I I used to have it on my cable. Um, what do you, what do you call those packages? Cable box packages. Packages. I don't and know. What's the funny thing is I upgraded so I could get Fox Sports <laughs> One, and I lost Fox Sports Two. <laughs> but. Thank you, I, thank you, Unimas, for actually having yes. it so I could record it we and DVR were, it. because we're appreciative our, of that. We were watching it online, and our internet connection yeah. went out. The entire just so, dropped, and we so were thank, like, ah. Thank you to my wife for sacrificing some TV so I could watch. That's, a, that's the real meaning of love right that, there. That is, is. Like, the fact that she DVR'd the game for you. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of international uh, games, there was one other game, Simon, I want to chat about that happened yesterday as well. Uh, as you know, last week, uh, Mexico and the United States played each other into a... The dos, senior. The, the senior, senior club, mm-hmm. yes. It was a dos a zero victory for the United States, so that was exciting. Um, last night, uh, the U23s for the United States and Mexico played each other, and it happened to be a tres, tres a zero victory for the United States. Muy bueno. Yes, it was muy bueno. And, of course, who scored in the game again? Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris finding another goal in the 68th minute. And I'm looking through... 
the goals and assists, I'm looking through some of the players called up, and these are some relatively young and upcoming stars in Major League Soccer. Talk about Dylan Serna, Shane O'Neill, both of those guys play for Colorado mm-hmm. Rapids. Uh, Luis Gill for Real Salt Lake, uh, Benji Joya for Chicago Fire, Jordan Morris. Did you hear that he's been offered a contract officially again I did Seattle. not hear that. It has been considered the most lucrative deal for a homegrown player ever. I don't know all the details on it, but Seattle's like, hey... Hey, you should come play for us now. You're scoring goals. Come play for us. So I don't know what the deal is exactly yeah. with that. Uh, another big guy, Jose Villarreal, he's down. Uh, he spent some time in Liga MX, but he was also for uh, the LA Galaxy right. now. Yep. Some people really like the combo of him and Giassi Zardes now with Robbie Keane. Mm-hmm. Adds a whole other dynamic to the Galaxy's offense. But overall, and, a good performance. And you got Louis Gill, who's uh, spent time with the senior national team as yes. well. I yep. know you mentioned him, but I just wanted to point that out. He's, he's played at the uh, top level as well. He has. So I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't get to see this game at all. I almost I, wish I would have now. Now that I right, really won this right. match, but of course it was probably on Fox Sports 14. So, <laughs> so we couldn't see it. Yeah. Um, but Available. U23s, it's great to see a victory for them. I've been very concerned, as we've talked about, about those levels below the senior yes. national team because they have not been doing well. They haven't qualified for the Olympics in the last cycle. Hopefully, they will this cycle. Uh, we saw the U-17s not do well, and those tend to be some of our stronger programs. Mm-hmm. What concerns me, then, is these players aren't getting that international cup experience. Yes. So when they get called up to the senior national team, they don't have that that season in them of, mm-hmm. of, of the big tournaments. Yes, and just for your curiosity, it was on Unimas. Oh, it was on So Unimas. it was on a eh, channel, uh, but it was at least nationally televised. Well, that's odd because... We were on Univision. Not you, right, but I was watching on Unimas the, the game oh. that I DVR. Maybe it was afterwards. You know what? I'll go back and check. Well, it was at 10 o'clock Central, so the game. So Montreal's yeah. game. You yeah. know what? My wife recorded the next show after. Oh, maybe you got so some maybe footage I got some on of it. it. Got I'll some go game back footage and watch. on that. But anyway, uh, great movements overall by Montreal Impact as they will take on Club America in the second leg and the uh, CCL, not the UCL. That's the CCL right. The CCL final. CCL. All these and U's and L's and everything. Yes. Uh, next Wednesday night, so we're excited for them. MLS for Montreal, as it were, the hashtag yes. people can use to get involved. I was using that. that on Twitter last night. Yes, we were very excited to see them. And then, of course, the U23s for the United States winning as well, and Tres Azero against Mexico. Do you have a prediction for next Wednesday? A uh, big thing before you say that. I don't know if you know this. You probably do, but just in case you viewers and listeners out there don't, the impact will be without Evan Bush. Why? Who played an awesome game last night. He got another yellow card. So yellow card accumulation keeps him out of the deciding game Cheeky. of the UEFA, well done. UEFA Champions League. Right, exactly. Well done, Club America. So they're going to be playing without a keeper who has been amazing through this tournament. just incredible saves last night from him. Yeah. I, Who's their backup? Troy Perkins is still on the team. Oh, it's. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know the guy's oh, name. We'll have to figure that out over the break. But how about uh, uh, how about Benedo last night? Did you see the, how fancy he tried to get at one point? He tried to do a yeah. scissors kick when he could have brought it down with his chest and put it in the goal. No, that just no. goes to show some of the disrespect that was there. At the same time, Club America they 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 really didn't look sh- shell shocked at all. Almost said a different word there. I was they like, didn't they look like what? Shell shocked at they all. Like? They kept pressing. Impact kept holding. Yes. Um, so to not have Evan Bush, uh, Evan Bush in there to command that box, that's concerning. Yes. No, I completely agree. I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to have to take a – when we get to our MLS predictions later on in the show, I will have my predictions. Sounds good. I don't All know right. if you want to offer yours now or you're going to wait. I will go with – I'll tell you what. I usually try to really think these things through. Yes. You're a thinker, I, I, listen, I picked Club America to win 4 nothing. <laughs> 
I'm going to go with Club America winning 3-1 in the hopes. That it reverses. Yes, so there I you have go. To take, okay, got it. So we both got to pick again, and then it should work again in our favor. All right. Well, before we go to a break, Simon, we have to do our 50-50 segment brought to you by the Wisconsin Sports Group. Woo! So we're very excited about that. That's the first time you were able to mention a sports I am. I'm very excited about that. And we've got uh, many more fun things to share. <laughs> anyway, um, so our 50-50 today, Simon, is um, the debate on whether or not the result for the United States was a good one for the senior team against Mexico. And uh, I'm not sure if you'd like to start or if you'd like me to start. You know what? I'll start. Sure. Okay. I think you started last time. I think you're correct, yes. So here we go. 45 seconds each. Well, the way it works is Simon and I each have differing opinions or different sides of it. We each get 45 seconds to make a total 90 seconds, 90-minute match. See what we did there. Anyway, uh, Simon will start first. Uh, and ready? Are, are you going to stop me before I take my corner kick, though? Yeah, maybe, if you're lucky. It depends on how, how concacaf I'm feeling. Okay, sounds good. Ready and go, sir. Yes, the win against Mexico was a good win. It wasn't just a matter of them and get, uh, getting another dose cero, but the fact of the matter is they played well. They have not been playing well, or if they have, it's been for a few moments in a game. But listen, you got a college sophomore starting up in your striker position. He puts a goal in there. That's huge. Uh, the defense held. It's been a long time since the U.S. defense has been able to hold a team through 90 minutes, much less the last 10 minutes where they've been giving up goals. So this is a confidence booster. You didn't have all your all-star players there. So you got other players now that Klinsman can rely on. He sees that they can play in big moments. So everything about this match says, yes, this was a good win. It was a positive win. It's a step forward Time's for up. U.S. soccer. Oh, I even gave you an extra minute there. Thank you. I took the corner time. kick. You took it just in time, but I blew it midair, so it did, <laughs> play was dead. So, All right, so that was Simon's opinion. He believes that that was a good result for the United States as they continue to try to find their rhythm again. All right, you ready for this? I believe so. Now, careful, if you're doing too well, I may pull you back on your jersey. <laughs> Don't so. do that now, right? That won't be a card, though. No, it'll so. just be a yellow or oh, something perfect. like that. Or just to look the other way, maybe. I'm not sure. All right, you ready? I am. Here we go. All right, see, now, uh, my opinion is that I don't think this was a good confidence booster for the United States because they beat the equivalent of Mexico's C team, basically, because most of the stars stars for Mexico were not even there because Javier Hernandez is busy with uh, Champions League play over in uh, England, um, Europe. 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 I know where he Real is. Madrid. Anyway, Real Madrid. Real Madrid on the back. Anyway, and the fact is that most of the starting defense for Mexico and their goalie were not even the starting defense and goalie that they had during the World Cup. This was a very downgraded team. They had some good play, but when Eric Kubo Torres is the best player on the field for Mexico, it makes you question just how good this Mexico team actually is. I think it's a good confidence booster for Mexico, knowing the fact that their C team can hold uh, United States' B team, but it was not a great result for the U.S. as a whole. Done. All right. Yeah, did you, uh, did you see what happened with Chicharito? Game-winning goal for Real I Madrid. I saw that. And Thierry Henry is not happy about no, that. No, he's not. He'll get over it. Because he didn't go and shake Cristiano Ronaldo's hand. Oh, stop. Come on, Thierry. Stop, You're better stop. than that. Somebody posted a video uh, this morning said the real reason uh, Henry's not happy, and it was the video that uh, Chicharito scored two World Cups ago against France. Ah, there Where he go. was like a mile and a half offsides, but he was uh, but he timed his run perfectly that everybody stepped up and he was just wide open and uh, just scored. Chicharito's always a player that I've respected. I, I like I've, him. I've never had ill will towards him. I have not either. I think he's a great player and I wish he would have worked out better at uh, Man U. I, agree. I hope he finds his real home at Real Madrid. Hey, the better Mexico does, the better for the region. It's true. It's Keep true. As much everybody. as we might not like them, I like the fact that Mexico and Costa, I'm sorry, Costa Rica especially, yes, has started yeah. to bump up their game. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. An exciting announcement. 
event uh, as we continue to reveal multiple new things on our show today. Uh, the MLS All-Star Game, right around the corner, as funny as that is to say, but there's some speculation about why that is the team that we're playing this year. And we're also going to talk about Real Madrid and the Champions League as well. This is Two Up Front. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front. I'm Baxter Colburn, joined by Simon Provan. Simon Provan. Matt, who's ready for this Are you? Okay. I never know for sure because you're always off doing different random right. things. But, uh, Simon, we are very excited because we have a lot of announcements in our first segment. Uh, we announced that our 50-50 segment is sponsored now by Wisconsin Sports Group. So we are very excited about that, along with our show as a whole. Yeah. So that's very exciting. But we have very another exciting. new exciting announcement we do we have a new logo we do it's for very two exciting up front. this was created by edge promotions so thank you edge promotions we are very excited and to celebrate the official launch simon we have yeah. a little bit of pomp and circumstance we do. to go along we do. with it you want to do the countdown i will we will do it in three by the way we're switching over on our facebook profile page if you want to check in out live time new logo. Yes. Yes. So, yes all right so three two and one very bad fireworks sound effects here and we are posting. And it is official. The Two logo has front. been officially updated. Woo! Thank you again, Edge Promotions. We are very Jeez. excited. Go to our Facebook page right now, Two Up Front on Facebook, and check us out. The new, brand new logo of our show for many a, many a year to come, hopefully. Oh, and uh, we are very excited. Thank you so much to Ed Pro- Edge Promotions and Allison Phillips of the Wisconsin Sports Group for making that possible. We're very excited about that. So you want me to explain this a little bit? Please, The ideas yes, behind if, it? You know, one, once you get a chance to look at the logo, this explanation will make a lot of sense. That's right. So, you know, MLS does this a lot with their jerseys or logos that they put out. They yes. have to explain them. So just like our name for the show, Two Up Front, had a lot of thought behind it. It's a soccer term, but it's also how we're going to run the show. We are going to be Two Up Front sometimes. <laughs> we wanted a logo that went with that. So we have uh, a logo that has the colors red, white, blue, and green. Because we are an MLS-focused show. Indeed we are. And the old colors of MLS were blue and green, and the new colors are red, white, and blue. So we have all those represented there. We have the green soccer field. We have the number two. We have the arrow pointing up. That's also for our own personal beliefs that mm-hmm. we have, that we're not just on this show by our own volition, but we're getting some help from up above. Our manager up top. That's right, manager, the one up above. And then we have the F, obviously, for front. Uh, but along with that, we see those colors bleed down into each other, so it's a nice smooth thing. We've got some flow here, and we're hoping that our show continues to flow and grow. Mm-hmm. That kind of sounded like a really bad dad rap star there. <laughs> Uh, And then we have the two stars at the bottom. We are not saying that we're stars, but we wanted something to represent 
who the two of us are, yes. and we and, and stars are a uh, traditional soccer you thing. Are correct. Sir. So this will be tweaked a little bit as we go along. We we may introduce just a few more things to our logo, but this is exciting. We have we also uh, you know we're a bit of patriots, I guess you could say, and we have the red and white stripes at the top of our logo. So there we are. We, we've got everything represented in there, and yes, that's also part of it too. The red, white, and blue also represents. Our number one team, yes. U.S. national team, men's and women's. We are and big then, supporters. Uh, and, of course, we got the soccer field in the logo. Yeah, if you can't I mean, figure out why the soccer field's there, well, I just can't help you. I thought it was going to be a cricket field. I was so I feel so misled now. I'm so upset. No, but uh, <laughs> Well, if it was 1990, it would be, we'd have uh, American football lines yeah, along uh, with Seattle the soccer Sounders field. Seattle still have that some That's games. Depending. And the Revolution at Gillette Stadium occasionally, yeah. too. But uh, it is now officially on our Twitter page as well, so go check it out. Two Up Front Soccer on Twitter and Two Up Front on Facebook as well. Thank you again to Edge Promotions yes. and Wisconsin Sports Group. Wisconsin Sports right Group for yeah, making that go. happen. Shameless plug. I also just get to touch Simon. And, and we're not done with announcements We're yet. not. We, we still, still have, have two more. Two more. Good yes. Lord. Well, you have to wait for the rest of the show for that to happen. As you, you mentioned to the women's team, I just want to digress for a second. Sure. Did you see the new release for their white... World Cup jerseys? I missed it. I've been, you missed it. Okay. I missed it. Do you have it on? Well, there is, I, can, I will find it for you okay. fast. But um, the backstory to it is that uh, they released their new World Cup jerseys, and people are a little upset about it because it's all white, which is nothing wrong sure. with that. But the socks is what have a lot of people upset. They hmm. have highlighter greenish-yellow socks, and the crest is black and white. Really? Yes. There's no... Patriotic I've red, white, and right blue now. anywhere. Is there an explanation for that? I have yet to hear if there is, but I know a lot of people are not thrilled about it because they're like, since when did we change our colors to black and white? We're not red, white, and blue anymore. There probably is an official explanation for it, but a lot of people are thrown off and they said, well, you could have done the black and white, that's fine, but why not at least make the socks red, white, and blue or something? But sure. there is zero inclination of the United States anywhere. It basically looks like we went back to the 1920s and lost all color, or we got taken over by pirates and we're black and white. Well, I know they did the same thing with the Mexico jerseys, at least on the uh, the men's side. If, mm. if you notice the last time they played, oh, their, sure. their yep. logo was all black and white as well. So, And I know that they're an Adidas-sponsored team, too, so that's why I'm wondering why the Nike thing for the United States is that way but it's not horrible but at mm. the same time I feel like they could have done a lot more they do have the blue the that fierce bomb mm -hmm. pop blue as it were mm -hmm. um, that will be one of their two jerseys and then there's those rumors as well of those other ones that have like streaks on it or something right, um, right. whether or not those are actually are real jerseys but well, it does say the white to volt yellow gradient in the socks draws the eye to the feet and the ball. That is true. I, I get that perspective of it. So you want to keep all eyes on the ball. But at the same time, like it's, it's the World Cup here. I feel like they would be a little bit more, you know, poppy, you know, something. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I actually, I have a very dear friend who works over at Nike oh, in the soccer department. Give him a ring there. Maybe I, can, maybe I can get some inside information. I'm not sure. I'll, I'd appreciate it. Uh, I will it. check on yeah. that. have to check on that. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to get your opinion about that. Didn't know if you've seen it. But either way, not. the United States, uh, heavy favorite in this upcoming World Cup, and we'll talk about that a lot uh, in the coming weeks as the World Cup continues to draw closer up in Canada. Um, but, Simon, you have some speculation about the 2015 uh, MLS All-Star Game against Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur, July 29th, I believe, is the date on that. I think you're correct. Uh, they, they actually did the, announce this a week or two ago, so we're a little slow on the uptake, but we also didn't have a show last week, exactly. so that's part of it. Thanks, Simon. Um, sure. So I gave you the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You really did. I did. Yeah. 
you know, it's not unusual for players to be sent over or, or bought as DeAndre Yedlin was. Yes. And then to have some other deals worked in there that aren't announced in the press. I don't think it is any um, coincidence that Tottenham is the all-star game opponent this year, mm-hmm. considering Yedlin finally completed his loan over to Hotspur. So I'm thinking that's why Tottenham's here. Uh, it'll be exciting, though. We know we had uh, Bayern Munich come over with yep. Julian Green, as ridiculous as the end of that game was, uh, <laughs> with Pep and uh, Caleb Porter. Oh, my gosh. Um, hopefully this one's a little bit more friendly in the sense of it actually being friendly. Yes. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens at that game. It's it's going to be in Colorado at the uh, the Rapid Stadium yep, there. Yeah, Dick Sporting Goods Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't can't say too much because the MLS roster has not been announced. But, yeah, we you got it up there for me. Thank you. That uh, Harry Kane is going to be playing. Oh, yes. I mean, he's been tearing it up in the Premier League. The surprise goals? of the season. No. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's hit the 3-0 mark. Um, he's he's been tearing it up for for Tottenham in that whole league. I believe he's leading the league. I believe you're in, correct. In goals, yes. and you know he wasn't um, he wasn't talked about beforehand. Not that he was a bad player, but he just wasn't talked about as somebody who would be leading the way. And finally got a call up to the senior English team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be an exciting game having players like that, and hopefully they give Yedlin at least a half to play. I hope so, and I think in that regards they might even give him more than a half depending on who all they bring from their back line because I know Tottenham is relatively deep on defense, whether or not they're marquee players or not, but they still carry a lot of depth on the back line. So hopefully Yedlin will at least get a half, like you said. I feel like in that environment, Tottenham and MLS are probably like, luck. like, we understand we've got one of your United States players on our team. Like, we'll give them, I hope there's some sort of a verbal agreement mm-hmm, saying, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll give your one of your guys some, some big playing time. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are going to go to see Harry Kane, especially. Uh, I know Robbie Keane, a former Tottenham player, came out of Galaxy Forward, said that mm-hmm. he's excited for the game. I'm assuming we'll see him there. Um, and you can get into the whole debate with the All-Star game, whether or not it's a popularity. I was just about to say that, yes. It's a popularity yes. contest or not. Or if it's worth even playing. I love it. I think it's I think fun. It's a great Why idea. not? I'm sick of the normal NBA and NHL All-Star games. There's enough, I get the NFL Pro Bowl, whatever. That's mm-hmm, a whole other mm-hmm. thing. There's nobody else to really match that. Right. But when it comes to the NFL, or when it comes to uh, even baseball, too, MLB and NHL and NBA, there's plenty of international teams or players out there that you could have uh, what MLS yeah, wouldn't does. It, wouldn't it be cool if Major League Baseball made it a all-star game between the Japanese League and the That would be and, and the probably baseball a league? very good game, cool. in all honesty. Yeah, because Jap- the Japanese League is massive. Mm-hmm. Like They're really talented. And I mean, a lot of those players come to MLB, but even still, that would be a huge thing. Or NHL, too, like... Even if you do USA Canada, you sure, know, something right, like the, right. the Canada teams and the USA, like you, there's numerous ways around mm-hmm. it. And NBA, you've got all the you know the southern, uh, like Argentina's got good teams, Europe's got a lot of good teams too. There's there's numerous ways around. There was one fun year. It was in '99 or '98. It was after the yeah the '98 World Cup when the U.S. just was horrible. <laughs> uh, that year, the MLS All Star Game was um, U.S. players versus anybody else from the world in the league so that was kind of a that was kind of a cool setup just to celebrate I would be fine with that as well yeah I mean you can take yeah a USA versus the world Mm -hmm, kind of a mm -hmm. thing like I'd be fine with that or you could make it even more explosive and say hey all of you European players that are big names like you know how you have like Messi and friends and those guys like get one of those teams to come over and play the all-stars like granted it might be a blowout but even still get some of those people go more for the names than they do for sure absolutely yeah you know there was there was a year where it wasn't an all-star game, but what it was is they sent a team of 
MLS select players, basically, mm. to play against Real Madrid. They still got killed 5-1. to one. Sure. And actually, a lot of fans were saying, no, don't send players who haven't played together. Let's send just one of our best teams to go over to play against uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. It no, probably would have had a better result. More than likely, yeah. And you always have to question. It's like, I've always thought it would be fun to have, you know, the the winner of each cup play each other, like so the U.S. Open Cup and you know the MLS Cup from the sure. previous play each yeah. other. There's numerous ways you can. I always if there's one thing I can complain about, I want a skills challenge. Soccer is a fun a fun game where you should have some sort of a skills challenge, sure. whether it's juggling, whether it's like get all the forwards together, have them like little targets in the goal, have them shoot at the targets, the crossbar challenge. There's enough weird fun games that coaches have you know yeah, put us through that's, as players. That's one thing the NBA does well with is their skills challenge. I love challenge. the skills challenge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't do a slam dunk in soccer, but you can still find ways to play or even accuracy with the midfielders. Mm-hmm. Like, there's mm-hmm. many things you could do. I think that they should adapt that, in all honesty. Yeah, it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Europe, we uh, we don't talk too much about European soccer on the show, but we probably should, eh. considering the uh, yeah. UEFA Champions League is moving into the semifinals. Who do we have in the semis, Baxter? Well, the teams that have qualified, you have Barcelona, no surprise really, you have Bayern Munich, you have Real Madrid, and you have Juventus. All qualifying. Oh, we've got an Italian team An in Italian there. team, my, my heritage, my blood. That runs. Is that right? It is, yes. Is I'm, it called Berno or? <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom's maiden name is Jackalone. Okay, so, okay. So, yeah, All for right. my dad, it's like Colburn. It's like, no, that's that's my dad. He ruined it. Sorry. No, my mom is Jackalone. They're from Sicily. Ah, so okay. So we've got ties okay. to Italy. Uh, well, you know, Rome most Sicilians well. don't like to be called Italian. They no, are it's true. Sicilian. And that's why when people, if I'm actually, like, talking to people, be like, yeah, I'm Italian. But if I'm really like, oh, tell me about your heritage, I'm like, I'm Sicilian. I was at a restaurant once, uh, which I thought was an Italian restaurant. And mm. I said to the owner, man, this is some of the best. Italian food I had. Uh, I said, no, Son, no. this is Sicilian. <laughs> okay, it's true. It's true. They're a part of the empire, yes, however they yes. do it, but there's right. another sovereign, whatever. Anyway, uh, the draw has not officially come out yet, so we don't know who plays who yet. Right. But uh, reflecting on the first and second legs of the quarterfinals, you had some very big games. Uh, Barcelona goes 5 1 on aggregate against Paris Saint Germain, uh, which is a little surprising. I feel like PSG is a good enough team that they should have put up a little bit more of that fight. But Neymar, continuing his dominance, yeah. not only in La Liga, but also in Champions League play, continues it's, to it's score It's great goals. to see. It's great to see, you know, because when he first came over, he was struggling there for a bit. But he he's, was. he's figured it out now. I think when you are the next, quote-unquote, rising star like a Messi or a Ronaldo, there's a lot of pressure on you. And then you go play on the same team as a Messi or a Ronaldo. And it's not I'd like, be freaking out. And it's not like he was coming from Manchester United over to Real Madrid. He was no. coming from Brazil. Yeah. You know, they've got great teams, but we're not talking top of the line. They're they're a type of league that's kind of like MLS where they're more about the development right now and selling players off. You're right. Yep. There's Um, nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. But to go from that environment then to (laughs) Barcelona. Yeah. Yes. No, that's and La Liga is, I think, kind of like the EPL in the fact that they've got maybe their big four or five teams. But and they got three. That's what I would argue. Yeah, they're three. They do. I was trying to give them a little. And bit And two more of them credit. played. And two of them played. Yes. Yeah. And two of them are in the semifinals. Now, right. Which right. is not surprising. But right. there were I'm, three in the quarterfinals. That's so. what what I'm saying is that yeah, there were there were two yes. Madrid teams that actually played against which each other. Which is such a same. classico within itself. Yes. And I think yep. people forget about that as a whole. That Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid when they play each other is huge. I get it. Barcelona Real Madrid. That's a huge rivalry. But that inner city rivalry i always valued those as way bigger rivalries than across you know two cities right and especially if they're if they're uh you know 
organic rivalries. That's the one complaint we have against MLS. You don't need to force all these rivalries. You don't need yeah. to have another club in LA. You don't need to have two clubs in New York, though that's going well. Yes. You, you know, that MLS comes out and says, here's the great rivalry it's of like, the New York teams. No, you can't call it a rivalry no. yet, and especially if they haven't played. I love it when the players are like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're not, no, we like them. They're right. cool. It's like, Oh, come on, MLS. What are you doing? But anyway. But FC um, Porto? FC Porto, after being a 3-1 in the first leg, get Club america by that's Bayern right, Munich that's yes. and go yeah. 6-1 as they lose 6-1 to against uh, Bayern Munich. So the aggregate of 7-4. to 7-4 to as a grand total. A bit surprising by Porto to go up 3-1 in the first leg and then get blown out. But at the same time, it's Bayern Munich. It's the German... I'm sorry. It's the German national team against <laughs> Porto. Yeah. It's best the way to look at it. And it's just, which is fine. That's why Germany's so good. And that's a whole other debate for another time is how good Germany's national team is because they all play together on the club level, right. basically. You've mm-hmm. got a handful of guys that play other places. But the reason Bayern Munich's so good, the reason Germany's so good is those guys play with each other all day, every day, every year. Like, that's just kind of how they do it. You know, one thing I'll give MLS credit for is is they've looked at Germany's academy system. Yes. And what they've done with their youth teams. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're trying to do the same thing over here with within the restrictions of what U.S. soccer is right now. Man, that would be sweet if it starts to pay off in a few years. Oh, yeah, I would be completely fine with that. I hope that that's what it ends up being. Um I think a lot of that goes back to having Jurgen Klinsmann as a coach, too, a German coach sure. lo- mm-hmm. who knows the German system well. He coached Germany for a while. and It, it took went, him third. You know, yeah. It took him to third place in He's the He's played uh, and coached for Germany. He knows, he knows the system well. Uh, looking over at the other two quarterfinal games, Snooze Fests, both going 1-0 in aggregate after two games. It just makes me want to throw something. Real Madrid finally winning 1-0 against Atletico Madrid. Because of who, sir? Uh, that was because of Chicharito. There it is, like, because of the guy we talked about like 10 minutes ago. That guy, yes. Chicharito. <laughs> I was looking at that score over there. So oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Javier Hernandez, uh, Chicharito with the goal. Uh, a lot of rave reviews coming out about Sergio Ramos as well. He played a fantastic game in the midfield, and people were a little surprised by that. They didn't know if it would work out. He played solid defense and was a main reason Atletico Madrid's offense did not fully function during that game. Right. Good for Real Madrid moving forward. People always ask me if I'm a fan of anybody outside of MLS. I'm a huge, obviously, New England Revolution fan. But when it comes to it, Real Madrid is probably one of my favorite teams. That's why I've got, I've had this scarf oh, longer than, I, longer than I've been an MLS fan because of foreign exchange students. They came over, and yes, it was a gift, but at the same time, they introduced me to what European soccer was and following David Beckham and all these beautiful players now at... Uh, Real Madrid is the main reason that I like. Sure, that. yeah, you know, I just want to go back real quick too, talking about talked about how we're surprised about PSG, how bad they lost. But th- I did watch a little bit of of those games. Mm-hmm. There's one name, David Luiz. He was so lost out there. Yes. He got burned on on two of those goals. Uh, man, he was. It, it's bad news for him right now at PSG. Yeah, and I'm. And you wonder after a good World Cup that he did have, he scored a beautiful goal um, during the World Cup, but. The PSG experiment hasn't exactly worked out so far for David Luiz, so I'm hoping that he's able to find himself uh, in the next bit here as PSG now will focus more so on league play. Uh, Looking at the final of the uh, four quarterfinal games, you had AS Monaco versus Juventus. You called it a snooze fest. I say, was there a game? I wasn't even really sure. (laughs) Uh, Juventus won by scoring a 1-0 goal in the first leg and then held AS Monaco to a draw. Draw, yes. I mean, for some people, that's great because you hit shutouts in back-to-back games. 
Gianluigi Buffon, the Italian goalkeeper, and also Juventus as a whole. I, I wonder how many years he's got left. In all I honesty. don't know. Yeah, he's, he seems ageless. He's like he a does. fine Italian wine. He continues to age and gets better with age. Him and Pirlo, you know, they just <laughs> Pirlo's just never going to die. No. I swear, yeah. that man is just. I want him to come down. You know, it was surprising. In a good way to see another French team get to the quarterfinals. You it know, with was, AS Monaco. Yes. That was that was great to see. So we got some variety in there. But you know, again, we end up with the same teams as we always do in the Champions League. You, know, you we, do. You get those eight teams in there. Hey, that's one thing we'll give credit to Concacaf Champions League. You know, there's always going to be a Mexican team in the final. Yes. Um, it hasn't been Club America for, Club America for quite a while. Uh, but you know, whoever that opponent is. It, we had, tend to have some different flavor in the CONCACAF Champions League, and that's one of the reasons I like it. Now we just need consistent, fair refereeing so it can be a more legitimate game. Exactly. That's very that's so true. I don't want to get heated again about it, but it's... <laughs> uh, anyway, so we'll see with Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, the other teams, Juventus and Bayern Munich, uh, where the draw goes, knowing their luck, it'll probably be Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Bayern Juventus. Because uh, God forbid you have a Barcelona-Real Madrid final. Because right. that would just be zero fun. Not. I think that'd be an awesome final. Absolutely. Uh, I think a Real Madrid-Bayern Munich final, though. That's what I'm thinking. That's what you're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm not going to give a prediction until I see the, the draw that comes out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair I need enough. More, I need more coffee. Sounds good. All right. I'm, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Simon's going to go get some coffee, apparently. I didn't know we had a studio budget for that. Anyway, uh, when we come back, our new power rankings are officially out. And the uh, predictions for this upcoming week in MLS play. Don't go anywhere. This is Two Up Front. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front. I'm Baxter Colburn. This is Simon Provan. You got it. I'm so proud. Well done. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I told you. Once I get more coffee, I'm much better at it. Exactly. Coffee's a beautiful thing. It's what gets me going in the morning. All right, Simon. Our newest power rankings are out. Uh, it's hard to really say what week they're for just because of the fact that MLS is such a weird thing with that. But anyway, we're just going to say our newest edition of power rankings is out. I think it's maybe our fifth or sixth version of them. Not exactly yeah, sure. Not exactly sure either because we, we had a couple weeks that we missed in there and we decided to do the power rankings after we got the show going. So yes. I know we missed at least the, the first week. We did. But either way, we're back now and ready to roll. So, uh, Simon, uh, last time our power rankings were active, we had FC Dallas at number one. We did. What uh, happened to them? They have experienced uh, euphoria and don't know exactly what it's like to score goals and win consistently, and they like to lose to teams like Colorado and Portland. Ah, yes. So that's been a bit of an issue, unfortunately. Uh, thankfully, uh, we have a new addition 
So that is going to be a very good thing for us. Uh, so currently, our new, we have a new number one. We do have a new number one, and here is the, the, the challenge we throw it's down to de- this team. It's a debate, though, between the two of us for this number one. It is a debate. Um, Baxter has let me win this debate. I don't know if, if win's the correct word. You just eh. didn't want to argue about it I didn't it want anymore. to get yellow-carded, so I just That's backed right. off. So uh, the New York Red Bulls are our new number one. They've only played five games. They've played five games, and they're undefeated. Vancouver, <sighs> Vancouver. has played seven games, of eight. which eight games. Yes. Eight games. And they've won five of those. Yes. They've won more games. They've won the same amount of games that New York has played. New York is averaging 2.2 points per game. Vancouver is averaging two. Yeah, but still. <laughs> but still. Vancouver went, after we gave them the number one spot, which actually that's, that's who had the number one spot in our last yes. rankings was Vancouver. Oh, you're right. They lost, then they drew, and then they finally won again. Well, New York has not lost. You can't deny that. And you can say it's only five games. games. Ah, it's five games in the season. That's Hey, I'm giving them some credit for moving their game from Montreal. Fine. All right? fine. As long as Vancouver can go number two. And here's the entertainment value of this, too. Yes. Right? Is that every team we've put up there as number one the following weekend has lost. Yes, at some point or another. So, I think we did keep FC Dallas at number one twice. Did we? Okay. I think. But either way... It's interesting. It's not like the BCS rankings. It always right, flips and right. flops. All right. But but that is the Red Bulls challenge now. To, it is. To keep their winning ways going. Well, the Red Bulls this week will take on the Galaxy. Ooh. So best of in, luck in, there. In New York, though, right? Yes. Or in New and Jersey. And then they will also play the Rapids as well. Well, then they, if that's the they've got a good chance week. of that's staying that, in That's the, that yeah. Wednesday game. I don't know if it follows right. into okay. predictions or not. Okay. Uh, either way, we might have to. Yeah, we'll have to make that um, part of our prediction since we won't have a show. On Tuesday. That's right. So, Red Bulls, Colorado. Anyway, throwing that in there. All right, so uh, our first two spots in our power rankings are the New York Red Bulls and the Vancouver Whitecaps. And and why are we keeping the Whitecaps? Uh, the Whitecaps have played eight games. They are number one in the Supporters' Shield. Uh, they are 5-2-1. and one. Uh, They've got a four-game total winning streak between weeks uh, between their second and their sixth games so very uh, important for that development in that regards they've got a total offense yes they've lost two games this year but their offense has been a major major factor all throughout the league and continue to raise havoc on numerous defenses i agree yeah absolutely all right now looking for our third spot um, we've questioned this team several times, we Simon. Have. Um, we have the LA Galaxy as our possible third. We have to decide if we're going to lock in on them or not. At the same time, why not? Because you asked this question on our la- one of our last shows. Who is the real LA Galaxy? Because when they've been full strength, they've done great. When they've been full strength, they've been bad. Uh, yeah, and, and now they've got two wins in a row. It's hard to argue with that. Um, it seems that they're actually finding ways to win now, yes. regardless of who they're putting out there. At the same time, you've got New England, who's been doing amazing. They're on a five-game non-losing streak. I think that's how you say it. Yes. But, they, you know, they've they've won their last three out of five, plus they have two draws. That's true. So the question is, do we put L.A. at number three, or do we put New England at number three? Well, I mean, it's very difficult. You're asking me to be unbiased about this. But at the same time, both teams have lost two consecutive games. New England opened 0-2, and then the Galaxy lost their fourth and fifth games of the season And as that well. was in the middle of all those international call-ups. It though. was. So it's hard. In that regards, I have to go with L.A. at three and New England at four, yeah. personally. I agree with that, too. When you think about that, L.A. handled a very strong uh, sporting KC team. They did. As well. They really did. All right, looking at the fifth spot, God, I just don't like this So this game. means we're putting the Revs at number four, yes, right? Yes, Revs at four. Looking at the fifth spot, <laughs> it pains me to say it, D.C. United or Seattle? 
Not Seattle. No? <laughs> Pains you to say that even no, more. No, apparently. because here's why. Um, okay, why? They got some great goals. Yes. But this was their last win. That was their first multi-goal game in a while. That's true, because Obafema Martins does not know how to stop. That's right. Man is a beast. Whereas DC United, I, I know you're not the biggest fan, but... No, it, they're it they're still sense. getting results, you know. I mean, their last four games they haven't lost. Two wins, two draws. You're right. And granted, it was Houston that they drew with at home. Sure. Um, so that would be the one argument there. Uh, but again, Seattle's getting their wins at home as well. Yes. So um, you know what? I will let you decide this one. If I'm you want to go with Seattle, I'm fine with DC being five. All In right. total honesty, Seattle has not quite done it for me this year. They're still that team as well, like the LA Galaxy. They where, are. You're like, who just are how they? good exactly are they? You know, another team that is, I'm a little bit concerned about is the Dynamo because I'm not sure how good or not they are. They've only lost they two don't games. Either. Exactly. They're uh, two, two and three. Two, three and two. I'm two, sorry. three and two. two three yeah, and three two. draws. So those three draws make me question how good they are. I'm not going to put them in the power rankings. If I do, it would be until like one of the bottom ones. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's still another team like that where you kind of question, like, okay, just how good is this team? I think in all honesty, though, that next one uh, has to be uh, either FC Dallas uh, or Columbus Crew. I think both of those teams are playing rather well. Um, but at the same time... Look at a team like the Chicago Fire. They've won back-to-back games. They've only played five games. But they are playing well, Baxter. They are. That's the, that's why I'm bringing it up is because they're not playing bad soccer in their wins. Should they're we let looking. the people in on a little secret this week? Oh, that would be a yeah, good idea. We're, we're doing this on the fly this week. I love it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, once you said the Fire, I have to agree with you on that. I think I think they're the team that goes in at number six. Yes, they have a losing record, but... The way they played their last two games, they look like a dominant team. This I is the no power problem. rankings it is. of the current team. This is not about where they are in the overall standings. Yes, and that's why FC Dallas, for me, would probably fit in at about an 8 or a 9. Yeah, because, uh, yes, they won their last one, but before that they had two losses. Yes. Um, they've been they've been struggling a bit, but Fabian Castillo is back. He's Player been playing well. Yep, player of the week. Yeah. Well, um, I don't want to jump over the 7th spot, but... Once we get to eight, I think FC Dallas belongs at eight. Sure, we can we can put them we'll, there. We'll, I, we'll pencil them in for now, but we'll get back to that. The seventh spot, Simon, I desperately want New York City FC to be good because yes, they but, have so many games where they look great and then they just fall apart. Yep, because they don't have. We the saw defense. that again. They don't have the defense. For no, it. they don't. So they don't. they don't make my power rankings. They're out. No, I, I I actually think this is an easy pick, Baxter. I think it's Columbus Crew at number seven. I would agree. They've uh, they've been doing well their last three, two draws and a win. Yep. Um, you look at anybody else; they're they're not as hot as they are right now. That is very true. Uh, looking so at nine and ten. Yeah, well, eight is FC Dallas. Eight is FC Dallas, yep. right? Yep. Nine and ten. This is where things get interesting. Do you pick an RSL team who's only got one loss this season through six games? They're two, three, and one. I would. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you pointed it out. I still think. Yeah, I mean, their first loss. We've given we've given other teams the benefit of the doubt. We had I RSL think we ranked have... relatively high last time. We I did. Where we they did. were? I'll, they I'll were a top five. I'm pretty sure. RSL was... I had RSL number at three. three. Yeah. Wow. So we have to keep them in the rankings. <laughs> I would agree. They <laughs> haven't nine. done awful. I mean, good for them. And that 10th spot, oh, obviously Toronto. Ha, <laughs> just kidding. Toronto's <laughs> awful. They're literally awful. That club just cannot figure oh it out. Gosh. Michael Bradley, Josie Altador, do things. Um, Let's see. Who do we not have in here that perhaps deserves oh, to Oh, Philly. Be? Not. Uh, Though about? they did. Didn't they win their last? Where, where, no, they lost to New England. Oh, they did. They took a 1-0 That's lead right. and they dropped it. Uh, San Jose is 3-0-4. Oh, uh, you also got Portland, who's 2-3-2. Two, two. 
Um, yeah. Seattle's not in our rankings. They're three, one. I and thought you two. had Seattle in it. Did you not? No, Seattle's yeah, well, not I, in here. Okay, I would have to go with Seattle. Seattle. So your Timbers yeah. fall out of the rankings. They do. I mean, they they got a loss and they had a win again, but uh, they're just not convincing me yet. No, no, I would have to agree with you. All right, so Simon, our new two up front power rankings are. Well, I got the Red Bulls, new number one, first time number one in our rankings, I believe. That is, right? Yep, well Vancouver done. drops a spot just because of uh, their inconsistency there just a bit. Ellie <laughs> Galaxy at number three. Yep. Number four is your team, the New England Revolution, Woo! which I will allow. Revolution. No, they, they certainly des- deserve that. The Revolution. team that you... The team that is tough for you to accept is as good as they are is DC They're United. Not. They're not good. Number six... The boys down south to Chicago Fire just crossing the border from us. Miami Fusion? <laughs> no, not that south. Not that Bringing south. Bringing them back. Tampa Bay Rowdies. Let's go. <laughs> number seven is the Columbus Crew. We've got FC Dallas at number eight. Number nine dropped quite a bit in the rankings, RSL, but we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. I have a feeling they'll, they may shoot back up. We I shall think see. so. And then number 10, we have Seattle Sounders. You know the rule. You weren't allowed to say that, that word. Oh, that foul word, Seattle. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, we go, we go throw up anyway, in the corner. We now. got we got MLS predictions. We do our that. MLS predictions for this week. Is it week eight technically? I don't understand how this works. <laughs> Let's see. I think yes, technically, it, technically it must week be week eight, eight. Even though yes. half of MLS is not played after that many games. Uh, yeah. Either way, for the new upcoming week of soccer, uh, we have a new and exciting sponsorship, another one. Uh, for the way it works is that Simon and I, as you know, offer our predictions for each MLS week. Now, along with our partnership with Wisconsin Sports Group, Allison Phillips, uh, also is part of a company called ShopFutsal.com. And the way it works is, as long as Simon and I do our predictions and a minimum of five other people Offer their predictions to us uh, uh, via, on our Facebook on page. On our Facebook page, there will be a way for you to comment, and you can throw in your predictions there. If we have a minimum of five people outside of Simon and I, the winner, whoever has the best record, will receive a twenty-five dollar gift card to ShopFutsal.com. But we need those five yes. people. We need at least five of you to go onto our Facebook page. Five people, and share it with us your predictions. The yes. person who has the best record. Gets a $25 credit with shopfutsal.com. Now, that website's still being built, but we promise you that if we get five people and and one of you is a clear winner, we'll have to figure out what we'd do if they draw. If there's ties, we'll have to figure that we'll out figure exactly. Out. Maybe we'll do it like a point system where if you win, you'll get three points. If you get a – if you, you know, get a – Pick a draw. It's one point. I don't know. We'll have yeah, to figure. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out we'll figure exactly. It out. If we get to that point, we will figure it out. But yes, if you have the better record, uh, and Simon and I are technically eligible for this as well, you, you can see we go back and forth <laughs> all the time. But a minimum of five. I feel like this is like a telethon. Like you yeah, call right, right, right now. <laughs> five easy payments. Well, um, we we want somebody to win this twenty five dollar credit, and we, we really and do. we do want you to interact with us. Make this more of a interaction interactive show. Yes, exactly. So this won't happen every week, but we, for the starting at least right now, because this is officially another one of our announcements. It is so shopfutsal dot com is our new sponsor for our MLS predictions. Yes, yeah, so thank you to shopfutsal dot com. Remember, like we said, uh, if you get a better whoever has the best one. Uh, between Simon and I, and then the, at least a minimum of five of you out there, uh, offer us your predictions for this upcoming MLS week. And if you get as many, if you win the predictions, a twenty-five dollar gift card to shopfutsal.com. All right, Simon, our predictions Ooh. for this upcoming week. 
First game on the docket, the Chicago Fire and NYCFC. Chicago's playing well. We just put them in our power rankings. I'm going with Chicago. I would have to agree. As badly as I want NYCFC to do well, I just don't feel it. Now, I'm trapped by this one, Colorado and FC Dallas, because Colorado put four goals in on them in a very recent year. Uh, so it's been Recent, yes yeah, recently yeah. yes it's been it's been at least a fortnight since they've played each other but uh, I was trying to find some sophisticated <laughs> words to say and I just I failed horribly but uh, Colorado and FC Dallas uh, this is at Colorado I'm gonna go with FC Dallas on this one you are okay yeah. I I'm gonna take this as my upset for the week okay. I think Colorado right. will find a way to fi- get the victory I, I honestly don't think that's a bad pick. I don't think this is as obvious as it looks to be on paper. Yes. But I, the, the, the Dallas has been playing well again. Yep. I apparently need another cup of coffee. Good but, Lord. Uh, <laughs> like an Dallas has been playing coffee. well again. Uh, I, th- I still think that Colorado game where they put up four goals was a total anomaly. We find out. Yeah. Well, I think we definitely find out. Now, this game is interesting. The next one, the New England Revolution and, Re- and Real Salt Lake because RSL is a good team, and they continue to do it. And if I've said this a hundred times on the show, if – RSL is 0-35, and they have to play the New England Revolution. I am absolutely terrified if I'm a Revolution fan. Even still, this game is at Gillette Stadium. I'm taking the Revolution in this game. I think that their offense is on the right track, especially after the come-from-behind victory against Philly. I'm taking the dreaded pick. It's a draw. Oh! It's a 10-10 draw. 2-2. 2-2 draw. I'm going with a 2-2 draw on that one. It's not bad at all. All right, then we have... Columbus and Philadelphia. <clears throat> yes. I also don't think this one is as clear as it looks. No. Philly well, Philly hasn't been winning games, but they've been playing better. But I they suppose. can't seem to close them out. Dupe Nation, as it were. Not, not a fan. There you go. But uh, I'm yeah. still going to go with the crew. Yeah, as am I. Columbus crew for days. I like them. They're my, one of my favorite. Favorite? Yeah. Favoriter? Favoritist? Favorite in? I don't know. I'm just making up words now. Either way, I'm a fan of the crew. Uh, Houston Dynamo. I almost said the Houston Texans. The Houston Dynamo <laughs> and Sporting Kansas City. Uh, Houston is not playing horrific, but at the same time, Sporting Kansas City. Dom Dwyer is starting to slowly find his form. Matt Beasler needs to wake up uh, on defense, but I think once he does that, they will continue to roll like they have. And their midfield play has been superb recently. All right. I'm, I agree with you on that one. Okay. Easy enough. I like it when that happens. Gosh. Vancouver and D.C. United. The true test. Yes, it is. To find out how good D.C. United actually is. Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. Vancouver's going to win, uh-huh. but I'm picking D.C. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just to spite you. Ah, I'm taking Vancouver, and I hope it's a 5-0 blowout. Oh, my gosh. Why are we friends? You're so mean to me. Holy cow. Uh, the Red Bulls and the Galaxy, probably the game of the week. I would say so. But at at maybe, home in New maybe, York. But there's another game we'll get to in a minute. Depending on how you look at it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Red Bulls, Galaxy. Galaxy are coming into the Red Bulls? They are, yeah. Yes, they're yeah, coming it's, into it's Red in Bull the, Arena. Yeah. Harrison, New Jersey. Oh, boy. Um, I lived by there for a couple months, by the oh, way. Interesting. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I'd, I'd want to say I'm going to go with the draw, but I, I'm going to take the Red Bulls on this. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Galaxy. Oh, good. I think that Giassi Zardes and Jose Villarreal, after international duties, are going to come back energized and ready to roll, and they're going to continue to do well. And Omar Gonzalez as well. After and I, I can't argue too much with that, though I will say, or not though, I'll add to that, it seems like the Galaxy plays well when they have a nationally televised game, and this is a nationally televised game. Yeah. In a way, they are kind of America's team, MLS. Yeah, I mean, they at least represent on a grander scale. They MLS. do, because you think of MLS, and you ask a, a random European on the street, say, hey, name one MLS team, nine 
nine times out of ten. Oh, the galaxy. Why? Right. David Beckham. Okay. Thank or they'll you. say New York Cosmos, and then you say, no, the 70s yeah, are over. Right. Pile! <laughs> no, stop. Uh, <laughs> the next game, the Orlando City SC uh, against Toronto FC. I've got Toronto because Orlando is not doing it for me right uh, now. I'm picking Toronto, too. I was hoping you were uh, going to pick Orlando. I thought about Orlando, but at the same time, I feel like if Toronto's going to have a coming out party, it's going to be against a banged-up, issue-ridden team that is the Lions. Yeah, AKA it's, it's it. You know, it's a, like you said, it's going to be a coming-out party for Toronto. Yes. No, I agree. Now, this next game. Cascadia! Woo! Cascadia Cup, as it were. Uh, the Seattle Sounders and the Portland Timbers. I have the Sounders. I think Obafemi Martins is a machine and cannot be stopped. Listen, this is a game where Portland could be the absolute worst team in the league. I'm still picking them because I have to. I must. I must pick them over Seattle. Yes. No, I completely agree. And then... I was going to say real quick, last year it looked like Portland was finally going to get their first win. Yep. They were up like 4-1 on Seattle. Oh, I don't know that if you remember game. this, and then Seattle that came back game. and tied it up. Oh, so, I remember that game. I hope that doesn't happen again. I hope wasn't it is a the, clear winner. Wasn't that Clint Dempsey's hat trick game? I, I'm not going to remember anything like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> I remember watching that game on TV and freaking out. All right, and then the last MLS game that we will include in ours uh, will be the Red Bulls and Colorado. Uh, like we said, we, we think it's part of this week. It's part yeah, of the schedule. Uh, uh, so. On the schedule it is, yes. So I'm, I'm going to assume that it is. I've got the Red Bulls beating the Rapids. Yeah, you know, what's interesting is Colorado is actually going to get, if I'm looking at this right, two days of extra rest. No, more than that. This wow. is a Friday game? Yeah, Colorado, Colorado plays, plays Friday, Friday. And then they play next Wednesday. Right. So, and the Red Bulls play on Sunday. So they're they're... There is that to consider, the yes. amount of rest. And this game is in Red Bull Arena, though, so Red right. Bulls will be home for both They're games. not traveling, and I'm so my, what I'm trying to say is I agree with you. Yes, yeah. in a weird, so, backwards, twisted exactly. sort of way, you agree with me. All right, and then the CONCACAF Champions League game, Montreal versus Club America. Yeah. I just am an outright believer. I think Montreal will find some weird way to make Club America so mad, and they're going to win. Listen, I do too. I, I really do believe in the impact not that my picking has anything to do with it whatsoever. Never. However, uh, because it seems to be that my picks do affect games, <laughs> I'm picking Club America in hopes that Vancouver, or not Vancouver, Montreal, wherever they are, Ali 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 Impact. There you go. That, that they take Ali, the win. Way. Either way. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Those have been our official MLS predictions brought to you by ShopFutsal.com. Remember, offer your predictions on our Facebook page, and we need at least five of you, aside from Simon and I, to release your picks. And if you do better than Simon and I or just the other people as a whole, you win a $25 gift card credit to ShopFutsal.com. All right, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, another our final announcement. That's right, we've got one more. Our final big announcement. It's huge, I promise. And then our I Believe segment as well. And closing thoughts from Simon and I. This is Two Up Front. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Two Up Front. I'm Baxter Colburn. This is Simon Provan. Okay, Simon, we've got one more exciting announcement to make today. Drum roll, please! As officially as of May 7th, our show, Two Up Front, will be now featured on Sports Radio America. We will be officially parts- partnering with them to be on their network starting May 7th, which means you'll be able to find us on Live 365, on SportsRadioAmerica.com, on TuneIn Radio. Uh, we'll be on iTunes. We'll be here on Spreaker. We will be in your face all over the place. The growth keeps happening. It does. It's so exciting. It's because of you guys listening in on us. Uh, Watching us on the cube, it's all because of you that this growth keeps continuing for our show. It so is a beautiful thank you thing. So much. Yes, thank you so much to everyone over at Sports Radio America as well. Huge thank you to them. We are very excited for this partnership to begin. We are now. We can start officially saying we are presented by Sports Radio America. But May seventh. Check it out on SportsRadioAmerica.com. The official um, launch. The official launch will happen then. They will have us featured as a nighttime show on their network. Prime time? Yeah. Not, well, 9 o'clock Eastern, you'll be okay. able to catch us. Uh, so for some of you, even out in Seattle, Cascadia area, will be your dinner time show. So while you're eating and listening and dreading about how much you hate the Packers, uh, <laughs> you can uh, listen to two up front. Uh, but we're very excited for it. It'll be about an hour, hour and a half show, depending on how ambitious we feel during our shows. Uh, you never really know with us. But That's right. But big thank you to SportsRadioAmerica.com for everything, and we're excited to see another growth for the another, show. Another growth. You know, our, the first backers for us was Wisconsin Sports Group, yes. so thank you to them. Now we've got ShopFootsal.com as well as a sponsor. Yep. Edge Promotions helping us out with the logo, and now a broadcast partner in Sports Radio <laughs> America. It is incredible. We're very excited for that, and... Uh, it really makes me believe, Simon, you yeah, know? Yeah. It makes me believe in the show, but also just as a whole. And I believe that we will win. That's a nice thing. That was. Thank you. You can, you can ask my friends that I'm a little cheesy with segues, but it, it works in some weird way, shape, or form. But anyway, um, not only do we believe in the show, Simon, but we also offer our I Believe segments as we do at this part in the show. Um, would you like to lead off, sir? Sure. I kind of already said this, but I'll say it again. Uh, I believe that the New York Red Bulls, actually, I haven't really said this part. I believe the New York Red Bulls will be number one for at least two more weeks in our power rankings. Interesting. Okay. I definitely think that would be great if it did happen. I think that the amount of respect is starting to build for them, but they've got to do more consistency. They've only played five games. Then having a two-game week, two-game week, as it were, will be huge for them to really show us just how good they are. And if, if I had looked at the standings correct, they're the only ones still undefeated in the MLS. That I know it's correct. only five games, yep. but no, still you're correct. undefeated. That is. It's a big feat for them. A lot of one-loss uh, teams, but, yeah, they're not undefeated, as it were. Uh, and my I believe for this week is I believe that Robbie Keane will score at least two goals this week and win MLS Player of the Week. Ooh. Award. I like him. I've never had a problem with Robbie Keane, and I, I love it when he does his little flip in. You know what I love about Robbie Keane? He is committed to this league. He is. He has never wavered in his commitment. A lot of people thought he was coming over because the same thing with Beckham, that the wives wanted to be movie stars. But no, he came over because he wanted to keep playing the game, and he believes in this league, and he still plays at a top level, which is why Ireland keeps calling him up. Yeah, it's true, and people at that age usually are like, oh, you're done playing for the national team. Nope, not for Sir Robbie Keane. As I love his passion. Big fan of him, and I hope that he does make my I believe come true, as it were. All right, Simon, another exciting edition of Two Up Front. A lot of stuff happened. Recap quickly all the special announcements we had for today. Well, it's, first of all, we had uh, the Wisconsin Sports Group. We go back to Tuesday. That was our first official sponsor of our program. They are the sponsor of our 50-50 segment. 
Uh, and then we have Edge Promotions helping us out with our logo. We've Woo! got ShopFootsal.com as a sponsor. And the big one, Sports Radio America as a broadcast partner. Yes, we're very excited for all the upcoming changes. Make sure to keep tuned to our Facebook and Twitter pages for all the latest updates. And remember, submit your MLS predictions for this week so you can qualify to try to win a $25 gift card to ShopFootsal.com. Do it! Woo! Do it now. Right now. Literally. No. Yeah. Now. 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 Yes. Right now. There you go. Okay, there you go. Well done. Thank you. All right, for those of you watching us on thecube.com, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. A new interactive way to get a hold of us and watch the show. He's Simon Provan. You're Baxter Colburn. That would be me. Uh, with our manager being the one up top, we are with our manager being the one above. Uh, one above, yes. The one above. We are two up front. Have a great weekend, and we will see you all again next week. More coffee. Woo! Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.